You're going to recognize this name, many of you from all over the region. That is uh, Fargo City Commissioner Dave Pepcorn. Pepcorn. Uh, there, my tongue is not working right. How you been, buddy? Awesome, Joel. Thanks for having me on. You have are, to come to Winnipeg uh, to get on KFGO. I think what you need to do is hold more conferences at the Fort Gary. Oh, this is nice. I got it. Okay, you ready? I'm going to order. Okay, Susie went came with, right? So she just sent me a note saying, let me know where you're going to be around noon at 11. I'm going to get a massage. <laughs> Who do you think's paying for that? You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, she's, she's no longer fully employed. I'm glad I put that out there. Now she goes, oops, I'm wrong. Appointment is at noon. So <laughs> there, you know, I, you know in, in terms of serving on a board like this, we were talking off um, air about how vitally – important it is to have reputation at a, at a board like this i mean you got to be here you got to show up and now you find yourself as one of the officers how important is it well this is a huge thing because as you know our diversion we're copying winnipeg uh, and so here we are they have had a diversion 50 years ahead of us and so there's so many things we can learn and so it's just a great the other thing is it means a lot for the canadians for us to come up here uh, it's symbolic and and but you can learn so much and there's a lot of very smart people, so you just you hope to learn just a little bit each time you come up. Yeah. In, in terms of the room, I think people need to hear this from somebody that's still in the room versus somebody who used to be in the room. Does anything get done, or is everybody just from these political entities that know they have to be polite? Because these issues are hard. They're really hard. Okay, here, I'll give you an example. So Daryl Richardson, who you know, he has yeah. this... Uh, these ag monitoring sites or moisture and everything so he said look this is a this is a great thing so at our last meeting he pitched them well last last night then the minnesota ag commissioner tom peterson uh so the diversion we're going to participate in additional sites in your area and the state of minnesota is too no that's a huge deal to fund these sites and so now we'll have way more information about soil moisture snow depths moisture content and that will help Minnesota, North Dakota, and Manitoba. And so it's pretty cool. You know what's coming your way. That's right. And so, but the new technology now, it's it's way better, way cheaper. And so Daryl has the system. We're going to help fund it, but then we'll all benefit from it. So that's an example right there. Okay, let me ask you the tough question, uh, because there, there has been a, a transition or, you know, in the beginning of this project, the overall project you're working on, you were asking really tough questions. Uh, you were. Uh, and somewhere along the line, it appears that you became a very strong advocate. Uh, what happened? Well, and so, you know, the realism is we, we had to have permanent flood protection. That, that was at the end of the line. However, I'm still an advocate for retention. Uh, and so some people pitched retention instead of the diversion uh, back in the day and so i i believe you c they can be complementary and here's the thing that you already know so the boy to sue which is way in your area if we do small retention projects that benefits people up at lake winnipeg and so that's the thing that there's i think there's multiple things but the at the end of the day i would say my main thing that changed was we can't we couldn't sandbag fargo and and moorhead and, and our we couldn't keep doing that you had to have a permanent part and and retention was just wasn't going to do all that one of the reasons i asked though dave is because your style of governance fits uh some of the individuals that are friends of mine that i had lunch with yesterday quite frankly and they still haven't resolved the fiscal issues with the diversion in regards to their land and they oh, yeah. need to know that somebody like you 
is going to sit at the table and have a serious talk about it. Well, and, and so that's still ongoing, the whole fair compensation for that farmland that's being flooded. Uh, and so that is that is not a finished issue because you have to make sure that those people are treated fairly. Yeah. I, I mean, and so I think that's still ongoing. But, but if would... I'm them, I look at the Fargo City Commission, which is really the lead. Moorhead, is, you know I love Moorhead, but they, they don't have a, as big a stake in this in terms of writing checks, right? Yep. I look at the Fargo City Commission and I start saying, look, that's a guy that I need to be able to count on to make this deal. Well, it, it, but, but I would say this is ongoing, and it's the Diversion Authority, and Joel Paulson was here speaking. That's the group, and, and I would say to the farmers, if you have issues, contact us, and, and, and I'm on the Diversion Authority, and so if you're having issues, let me know. Okay. But, but I would say this is, that's to me the, the one of the most important things as far as the Diversion uh, completion is to make sure that the landowners are compensated fairly. You're getting to be one of the individuals that runs and oversees a long, narrow city. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, how big of a challenge is that going to be? Because there's a major difference between South Fargo and North Fargo now. Well, and, and the other thing, so now our, t- our town has a defined border. And so our development needs to change our, our philosophy because you can't just say we have more land because now we do not have more land. Once the diversion is completed, that's a finite border. And so we have to maximize our land. Yeah. That, that's just. Do, do, is there any talk in any of the meetings or any of the subcommittee? Uh, is there any talk about how you can move up rather than out? Well, and the other, it's infill. If you look in downtown Fargo, for example, we got lots of empty space and we need to have more dense, we need to have more dense housing because we have a fine, we can't just keep sprawl. So you come in here to these meetings um, and you and I both know this. When you look at Fargo, you think big, you think like the big boy on the block. And you're in this room with a lot of people who represent small watersheds, small towns, um, you know, and, and, I mean, how do you stop from them feeling feeling bullied? That's that's why you're here. Because so at all all the time you listen. So this morning you have coffee with a farmer that's right on the border with Canada, Canadian farmer. You listen to what his concerns are. Because I'm just telling you, to give you an example. So the Antelope Creek, which is down by Wapiton, mm-hmm. if you do a small retention project down there that the farmer wants in his area and knows where the best ones are, that that positively impacts everybody all the way up all the way up the the stream i remember some years ago uh it also involved pheasant honey to be fully uh honest about this but tony garrigan i got in a pickup and we had served in the senate together and he wanted to see the wild rice river he wanted to see where potential retention was in the wild rice river and and we just we just drove it and i knew it and, and i knew it because i grew up in it and uh you know when when you looked at it it wouldn't have meant huge differences in what could be a terrible spring for Fargo, but it didn't mean a difference. You know, I mean, it was worthy of a conversation is my point. So here's the thing, and that's the thing we have to do. So the diversion, that's one project, but there's going to be multiple ongoing small projects, and the ones on the Maple and the Cheyenne, there's farmers that know where there's good places to hold more water, and that's what we need to do. You have to make sure the the local people are in favor of it, but that project then complements the whole system. We've been talking a lot about flooding today, you know, and surface water and those type of things. Uh, Dwayne DeCray is walking around here, head of the Garrison. Uh, that he bought, he's the manager when it comes to Garrison. Uh, 
it, it seems to me that one of the biggest issues, if not the biggest, is whether or not you have water. Okay, so that's the first of all, a quick story. So he worked for my dad. Uh, what oh, a really? small world it is, yeah. uh, like 50 years ago. So anyway, it's but, but Was the, that Pettibone or where was it? No, it was in Fargo. He, okay. uh, my dad had a company yeah, called Valley had, Chemical. Right. And so, but anyway, so, so what it is, the water supply project that we're working on, that will benefit everybody up the Red River as well. Because, you know, if the river isn't flowing through Fargo, then it's impacting all the way up to Winnipeg. And so the Red River Water Supply Project is very important for us in the city of Fargo, but it's also for everybody at this meeting. What are you doing as a Fargo city commissioner to make sure that the water that gets to Lake Winnipeg, because in talking to the Canadians over the last day here, one of their biggest concerns is the water quality in Lake Winnipeg. What are you doing to make sure that what you're sending them isn't bad? Well, and that's that's goes back to this. The, the more retention you have, the more of these projects, the, the improved water quality. And so that, that, that I would say that's going to be our next big issue to focus on. And that's uh, at this conference, that's one of the major focuses. So I, we, we do that. I mean, as far as the city of Fargo, we do testing with all of our wastewater and all that, and, and we are required to. But... That's that's part of what the Red River Basin Commission is about is is water improve, improving water quality. Do you trust each other? Abs- well, that's the beauty of this is we we're all in the same boat, and so it's it's you you were in the room. It's a huge mix of people from all different, and they're experts, and there's political, and there's farmers. Uh, but th- that's the that's why I'm on this, and I love it. I love being a part of it because it's uh, it's a lot of really smart people, and we're all trying to do uh the best we can this comes in from a south dakota uh area code but commissioner this gets and plays into what you've been saying here be sure to consider the coteau hills of south dakota we have a large snowpack here also and that's here's the other thing i believe there's sections of south dakota that should be at this meeting because there's water that comes from south dakota into the red river basin and so the same thing are we doing some retention projects in that area to, 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 and the more little ones you do, you already know. So Colin Peterson did a, led a couple of big projects where there's retention, I think, south of Breckenridge. Well, those things all have a cumulative effect. They, they do. When you go there, it, and here's what I loved about the beauty of it. I did a, a radio show from out on a township road, uh, basically because I wanted to be by the watershed. And, and they wanted me to be there, I should add. Uh, but the, the, the point was... You had people in terms of farmers and ranchers that never, ever wanted it there. Never did. They fought it tooth and nail. This was the government ramming down yep. exactly their throat. Uh, and then you had the wildlife community that that wanted more. And, and in the end, neither one got what they wanted, and now they're happy with what they got. Isn't that yep. I mean, that's the way to describe it. And it's you have to compromise. Obviously, I'm not always the best guy for compromise. But but the the one thing you have to do, this is what I've learned, is there's the farmers know their land better than anybody. They also know where the best places to be, put small retention projects better than anybody. So to me, that's the next step. As we start doing these small projects that are supported by by the locals first and and the, but we can help fund i think that's the, that's a good thing fargo city commissioner dave pepcorn is our guest we're talking about some of these water issues here at the 40th annual conference I, i've got just a couple more questions for you before the break and uh, too tall be be just patient with me the people listening to you right now are a broad listening audience um, obviously montana affects williston 
Canada affects Williston. Uh, if you look at Minot, uh, and of course Minot, you know you got the mouse, you got the call it what you want. Yep. I still call it the mouse. But it, then you look at uh, uh, the Missouri River, which never with Garrison was supposed to be a problem. What's your advice to all of them? Well, I, I think that we this this group is a good example of what you have to do. You all have to work together. Everybody has their own agenda, but y'all, if you if you seek common things that you can all work together on that's success but the source river is a good example that's in canada and north america it's same kind of thing and and you all have issues and so and you don't always agree on everything but to, to all of us work together is a good thing but yeah. yeah, I mean, it does. It goes from, from one country in North America to another country in North America, but we're all North America. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. so working together on it is so important. Commissioner, you've always been accessible. I appreciate that. How are fire, things at Fargo running? Love always in the air? Absolutely. And obviously, <laughs> I love that pause. The thing I had to laugh at was everyone, the end of the world came when the Bison didn't win the national championship. It's like we we're in the, in the finals. That's a pretty good year. Yeah. Most most teams would be very happy with that outcome. But in Fargo, man, it was the end of the world. Well, so. you're, in, you're in the finals beat up about as bad as a football team can be, in fairness to the Bison. Serious. The only thing I would add is the Bison's biggest concern is how many butts are in the seats. And that we got to work on. Absolutely, but I would say don't give up on the 17 national championships in about 50 years. That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good odds. From a man who's got a couple of those rings on his fingers. Good to visit with you. Thanks for having me on, Joel.